So why did Microsoft pay $13 billion over a period of three years for OpenAI? And then the next question is, why didn't Google pay 15 Why didn't they outbid them? Why didn't Amazon outbid them and they end up buying it? Because Google already had BART in the works. And as we now know that Amazon is uh, introducing their version called Bedrock, and it has a some, some secret part of it called Titan. So everybody coming into this. Well, what does that mean to me as an investor? It means this is going to be a competitive product, and this is going to be something that's going to be on everybody's wish list. And if when I say everybody, I'm talking about every website on the internet is going to want to have some version of open AI. So how do I approach that as a as an investor? Well, if I look back at my experience relative to the first digital revolution, everybody wanted a dot com. And because everybody wanted a website and what a website actually turned out to be was just a page with a bunch of words on it. But look what it's developed into now in if I can learn from that, I can see what this open AI and this chat GPT and Bard and Bedrock are going to turn into. And it's going to be a plug and play so that I can put it into my website. But wait, it's going to require a tremendous more amount of computing power to operate that. Boy, we better dig into this a little bit deeper and see who the players are and look back on the first digital revolution. Is this a pets.com or is this an Amazon? Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Okay, so Microsoft paid $13 billion, and what did they get for their 13? Well, as I read the uh, the press release, they basically have uh, the first $13 billion in profits come to pay back Microsoft for their financing of uh of Sam, Altman, Sam Altman's uh, open AI. And then once they've paid it back, they have 49% ownership of the company. Sounds like a sweetheart deal, particularly when open AI is already valued at $20 billion. They paid $13 billion back uh, over the last three years, and now it's already worth 20 Thus, I believe Microsoft made a good buy, but I still go back and I ask the question, why didn't they have competition from Google? Because Google was already working probably the last decade to develop BARD, and Amazon came up with Bedrock, so I suspect that Microsoft was behind the eight ball, had not developed something, and so went out and bought something. Okay, now what is this going to turn into? This is going to turn into a plug and play. I'm building a website, and what I want on that website is you to be able to go to it. I give you a video on what a um, a, a generation skipping trust is, and then you have the ability to type in a question, and I uh, through the use of ChatGPT or Bard or Bedrock, whichever gives me the best price. I give you the answer. And somewhere in the future, I'm, all, I'm going to give you the answer through the form of an avatar. Yeah. 
I will be sitting here with my bright orange shirt on, and you'll ask me, well, uh, I understand the generation skipping trust, but we have a second marriage, and I have children, and she has children, and she has her assets, and I have my assets, and then we have our assets. How does that work? And that's the question you'd type in. And I come back just sitting like this, and my mouth starts moving, and I answer your question. How do I answer your question? It's the plug and play that I got from ChatGPT, Bard, or Bedrock. And then uh, it will go from there. So now you want to go buy a new car. So what are you going to do? You're going to go to your favorite car dealer, whether it be a Tesla, a BMW, or a, uh, a Mercedes. And you uh, say, well, this is, you go in and you look and then you're greeted by an avatar. And that avatar knows your name. She actually knows what kind of car you have because that dad is all out there. It's all out there. They know how many miles you've had on a car. They know when you service your car. And she says, well, what is it you're, John, what is it you're looking for in a new Mercedes? And you go through it and you tell her and she builds the car for you. And then after that, she, she gives you a price and you negotiate with her. Literally, you sit there and she says, oh, that's going to cost you $72,000. No, I'm not paying $72,000. My car's worth more than what you're getting. What are you going to give me for it? And, and you negotiate back and forth. This will happen on the uh, a website. And then you'll say, come to an agreement. You'll go to a DocuSign document. You'll sign it. And then with the condition of approval that you get to test drive it. That's how it's going to happen. It'll all be done and there'll be no humans involved. They'll give you a code to get into that car so that you can go drive it, and you'll say, "Well, well, no, they they might steal. I, I might steal it from them. No, you won't. It's autonomous. They're going to if if you go to steal the car, they'll take the steering wheel out of your hands and they'll drive it back to the dealership. This is what's coming, but it's got to be a plug and play. And what really encourages me is I know there's going to be three players that are going to make me an offer. It's going to be Microsoft with ChatBTT. It's going to be Bard from Google." and it's going to be Bedrock or Titan from Amazon, at least those three players. Now, are there going to be other players? Yeah. And, and, and the first part of it you got to recognize is you're going to increase the need for power to, to run what used to be a static website uh, from your car dealer or from my website. And, and now it's going to be an interactive website. That takes computing power. That's why NVIDIA has went up $100 in a matter of a week and then is sustaining that price and even going above $400 a share. And that's why there are about five other technological companies or semiconductor companies that are playing in the game. And they're all part of my bus 13 portfolio. I've basically created a portfolio that is focused on the artificial intelligence and uh, open AI and how it's going to change and who's going to build the infrastructure. It's not just going to be the guy who does the plug and play. You've got to have the infrastructure. You've got to change. You've got to change your computer. Your computer is going to need more operating power in order to handle the amount of data that's going to have to run through your computer or your phone. And so this whole industry is going to explode. 
I want to be a part of that explosion, and I want to own the companies. Now, the other thing we need to know is, and uh, and try to find out, is who's the who's the uh, Steve Jobs and Steve Wojnarek who are right now sitting in a garage or a warehouse somewhere, and they've got an idea that's even beyond. What 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 Bard and and ChatGPT and Titan and and Bedrock have got these are these are the these are the two guys who in, who came up with Instagram and Facebook came up and said we're not going to duplicate you we're just going to buy you and if I remember right they bought that for about two billion dollars that turned out to be a pretty sweetheart deal and what they're really buying is the minds and the power and the knowledge of these people who who see beyond what they're seeing. They 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 can't go out. I, I was told that a AI programmer right now can command anywhere from six hundred thousand to a million dollars a year in salary, and they're fighting over them because they recognize that. And when I say they, I mean uh, Google, Microsoft, uh, Apple will play in this game. Apple isn't going to sit on the sidelines and watch this happen. And there are going to be other companies that are going to get into it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm searching my bus 13. It's bus was uh, best of us investors. 13 was the number of stocks I started with. I'm up to 16 now that I've got in that portfolio. And I'm making that available through my Discord, through Patreon. You go to the, the Patreon link in the in the description and you come uh, and you become a part of our um, Premium Plus. Quite honestly, I don't want you everybody to come. I've got 170,000 subscribers, 177,000. I don't want 177,000 thousand people to be know to know what my trades are every day because you'll screw up my my opportunity to grow my portfolio in secret and get these stocks at a, at a cheaper price. Someday in the future, when when I want to pump and dump my portfolio, then, and I'm not, no, I'm not going to dump it. I'm just going to pump it. Uh, then I'll let you in on it. But right now, if you want to see what it makes up the, the bus 13, which is 16 stocks, uh, you're going to come to the, di- uh, the go to the disc- description, go to the Patreon, and for t- $20 a month, I'll give you my, my uh, alerts every day when I buy or sell something. I'm, I'm actually uh, taking down some of my positions um, in some uh, non-AI stocks uh, and, and building it so the bus 13 will represent um, roughly 80% of my portfolio. I'll put probably another 17% in um, uh, de- genome sequencing and genome editing. As that matures, that may get a, a larger percentage, and or maybe I'll just take some of the profits that I'm going to make. Because as you can see, uh, the bus 13 in one month is up almost 10%. Um, year to date, it's up almost 28%. And that compares to the Dow uh, at, at uh, a, a minus one uh, and a minus 1.3 for the month. And and then the S&P I show there. But, but you've got to recognize that my 16 stocks that are in the bus, uh, 10 of them are supporting the S&P 500. You take those 10 out of the S&P 500 and it's flat just like the Dow is. So what I know though 
is and, and what I guess the advantage I have is I've been here before. I saw the dot-com bubble. The difference between the dot-com bubble or the dot-com revolution and this AI revolution is there was no infrastructure for the, for the internet. Everything had to start from zero, had to start in Bill Gates' garage, in Steve Jobs' garage, in, in uh, Jeff Bezos' garage, in, um, in Mark Zuckerberg's dorm room. That's where, that's where the internet was born. Well, they're built now. And they're they're just coming. They're they're benefiting off the change, so we don't have to rebuild that infrastructure. There won't be as many uh, dorm room uh, uh, super. Uh, um, uh, what what was it? Uh, Peter Lynch called them ten baggers. There won't there will be. When Peter Lynch wrote his book and talked about a 10-bagger, there, at that time in the history, there had been something like uh, 20 10-baggers. That is a stock that went from $10 a share to $100 a share in a relatively short time. Then, then we got the digital revolution, and that blew up. I think I read that Amazon is a fifteen thousand bagger, and Netlist is right up there with them, as is Google and and Apple. So the the world has changed in that regard, and so we don't want to be looking strictly at uh, the, the the new garage uh, or, or generated companies. We got to recognize that there are some of our tech companies uh, and some of our semiconductor. companies companies and some of the companies that make the machines that produce the semiconductors are going to explode because a, a lot of the infrastructure, if you will, uh, isn't adequate to carry the amount of, 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 uh, of power that is going to be needed to run this new AI generation, and then the GI, the general intelligence, which is going to come after that. So my my whole structure at this point is recognize what happened in 1998 and 2003 and uh, recognize that it's happening again in 2023, but it's not going to take 20 years. It's going to take maybe for this to just go through its full, its full development um, maybe three, maybe five, but the, the big gains are going to be made now and you need to recognize now uh, again. Yeah, we've got, we've got, um, a debt ceiling that seems to be settled and, and we've got a overspending, but again, with artificial intelligence and, and general intelligence, the efficiencies that are going to be developed are going to basically bring the cost of doing business down. And if our government will recognize the cost of, of running the government should go down, and you should maybe lay some people off, you know, you, you, uh, Jerome, you keep talking about we've got to cut We've got to get get fewer get get unemployment up. Well, Jerome, how many people have you fired from from the um, Federal Reserve? How many how many secretaries? How many how many statisticians did you let go, Jerome? 
And, and go talk to Janet. How many did she let go? And how, how many fewer people are working in the White House? And how many fewer uh, assistants are there for our, our, our senators and our representatives? If you want to cut, cut the, the, the labor force down, well, then start laying some government employees off, which will, by the way, reduce the cost of running the government, which will, by the way, reduce our deficit spending, and maybe we can save this nation. Come on. If it's okay for me, then it's okay for you. All right. I I am excited because I don't think the bozos in Washington can stop this. I just don't. And I'm ahead of the game because I've been there before. I invite you to come uh, into the description, find the link to the the Patreon, and come join our tribe. Uh, in fact, later this afternoon at uh, three o'clock, I'll get on a Zoom call with our tribe members, and we'll they'll ask questions, I'll give answers, and we'll grow together. That's what this is all about. This should not be a individual game; it should be a team sport. But you got to be a part of the team. Talk to you again tomorrow. Thank you.